welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of the Turn Yourself On podcast. This week we are looking at you, focusing on you, what annoys you, what causes you to be out of balance, what's not working for you in your life that you do not want to continue any further into the new year. So we're going to look at seven feelings and energies that can destroy our inner peace, that can destroy our relationships and basically destroy our success and the levels that we can reach. We'll also look at the seven effects an impact that these feelings have on our health and seven ways to shift out of them. It's the three sevens, the three big powerful number and three of them. So this message is for you. If someone or something in your life is annoying you and that person could well be you. This message is for you if you try to push your way through life and make things happen It's for you if you actually feel more like getting off the treadmill and resting rather than going into 2022 and making things happen, grabbing the bull by the horns. If you're done with all of that and if you feel out of balance and maybe even unsure of what you actually want, then you are so in the right place. This message isn't for you if you love to feel bad, low and unhappy. Who does, right? So, there are seven feelings that can destroy our inner peace. They can impact our relationships and our happiness and success in life. Because we don't really mean to do that, so we need to know what's going on underneath the surface. That's the key to find out. That's what we unlock. That's what we unleash. We get to the root cause. Some are very much interrelated, but let's look at them one by one. So the first one is anger. So the definition of anger is that strong feeling of annoyance. Anger could be at somebody else at something else or directed inwards to ourselves. It could be at our past, what somebody said or did, what's expected of us, how we're told to go, go, go. It could be at the government. It could be at what's happened in recent years. It could be that we just want to rest, like I said, and we're meant to be going at the moment. The second one is hate. And the definition of hate is intense dislike of something or someone. It could be directed at somebody else. It could be the way we're fed up of operating ourselves. It could be that feeling. And I love it when clients get to this point of enough is enough. When they've been operating, they've been thinking, feeling, behaving, acting, responding in certain ways. And they get to a point where they're almost bored of it. They're like, enough is enough. I know this is how I react. I know this is how I don't want to continue feeling. And when somebody reaches that point, it's a great place to be. 
enough of feeling out of balance, enough of feeling unwell, it's time to change. And the third one is resentment, which the definition of that is persistent ill will. So basically persistent anger, persistent um, persistent anger, persistent hate, those kind of energies and those kind of feelings. These are three of the most common feelings that we hold towards our partner or child even or family member or friend or colleague or business partner. However subtle, they can be insidious. You'll know if you feel these feelings by if you experience energy leaks. So say you get upset and angry at little things. Maybe you hate somebody for almost nothing. If you think about it, do you really hate them that much? Do they do something or not that angers you, that triggers you? It could be the way they walk up the stairs and don't take the washing with them. They just walk past it a hundred times in the day. The way they don't do certain chores, the way they breathe, Some women even say to me, the way my partner breathes just winds me up. The way they cough, the way they drink the tea, the way they eat, the way they move. Honestly, it's so true. And it might not be at them that you feel angry towards. It could be towards life, to the government, to work, to people, to social media, to expectations. Anger, hate and resentment are linked because it's hard to tell which feeling you're in because they all feel so bad. They build up over time and if they're not managed, then they can become quite destructive to our health. Directed towards somebody else or something else, but we often miss that these feelings can be directed at us internally. And there are a myriad of reasons why we might feel these feelings in the first place. As always, you know me by now, the first place to look is within ourselves. If we didn't have these feelings already present within us, we wouldn't get so triggered. They're all low level energies and they just create more of the same. And I know you always love examples. So I I used to, I remember listening to a lecture each week and I remember thinking if they would just make it more relevant to my life. So... As an example, not that long ago, some and I, when I talk about intimate relationships, it's not just your most intimate partner that you're close with, that you have sex with. Intimate relationships are where somebody is close to you. That could be a family member, a child. How close are they? It could be a really close friend or business partner. It's anybody that's got that close, intimate link in terms of our link to energy. They are linked to us quite closely. And somebody that is close to me very much angered me, annoyed me and peed me off. (laughs) The way they were behaving one day, a close family member and the way they were behaving one day to the other person, the way they spoke, their energy, the vibe that they gave off and I couldn't get out of focusing on it. I was so focused in my head, I was condemning them. I know the theory as well. This is how much this can be ingrained. 
I've done this work for years. I know the theory, yet I was still stood there in my head condemning the other person for how they were behaving. Now, the fact that I'm stood there commenting in my head about how bad they're behaving, yet I'm stood there judging them for their behaviour, and it's coming to that place of real acceptance for somebody else that that's who they are. I couldn't get there in that moment. I was just going on complaining about them. Oh, you should have heard the, the things that were going on in my head. And I was literally consumed with how they were acting, how annoyed I was with it, and how dare, like they were bringing my energy down. I didn't want to be in that environment. Da, 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 da. On and on and on. And have you ever noticed that when you've been sort of bitching about somebody or something, in, whether it's in your head or with somebody else, how bad you feel afterwards? Because those thoughts only hurt us. Like we can't control the way somebody behaves or not. All we can control is us. And that's one of the hardest concepts to take on board because that makes us step out of that victimhood of how dare they do that, how dare they behave like that, into a different energy of, okay, that's their stuff, that's their behaviours, I don't need to be dragged into that, and sometimes you might not have the energy in that moment to change it, so say if a couple of people are being quite negative to each other, and you feel affected by it, it can be sometimes hard to go into a situation and try to change it and be the light and, you know, bring a good vibe. Sometimes that can be quite difficult, bring the joy with you. Oh, but if you could see what I was witnessing and how upset it was making me feel, I felt like I couldn't get to that place. And this all comes from childhood wounds. And I know that can be quite annoying there's so much focus these days on where things came from and we need to know, we need to know what triggers us and why but the missing part for me is how to get out of that, how to change that because somebody may always behave in a certain way, there are always going to be people we encounter that don't act in the way we want them to, don't behave in the way we want them to, look at us in a certain way you know, say something in our own home that can upset us and we can go down straight away and join in with that energy. How dare they? If only they would change, if only they weren't like that. Or we can do what we're doing in all of these messages and become stronger on the inside. The fourth one, the fourth energy is fear. And fear is a crazy one. It's so destructive and life-sucking. It stems from way, way back, something that we're trained, a feeling that we're trained into feeling since the day we were born. Fear of everything. And then we wonder why we feel so out of alignment. Because deep down, we know that fear isn't our natural state and love is. But it can be so natural to us now that, that fear is so natural and love feels so unnatural that we don't know how to feel love. But there are only two feelings overall, love and fear. Love is what we are born with, fear is what we have learned. Love cannot be taught. 
It's a feeling, an experience. We can't teach ourselves to love ourselves or love other people more. We can experience it. And in order to experience it, we have to remove the blocks. What are we scared of? What happened in the past? Why are we so fearful of really loving someone regardless of how they're showing up? If we can't do that, it's a reflection of how we don't love ourselves on how we show up sometimes. It's all a mirror. People are always mirroring to us. So when they annoy us, we can look and think, aha, instead of being annoyed, what is the universe trying to teach me in this moment? That is the powerful place to be. And it takes time to get there. Because the natural instinct is to react. How dare you? Oh, they annoy me. If only they would do this. They haven't done that. That's where our natural instincts go to. And it's fine. Don't beat yourself up if that's where you've gone to. Learn to change that state into, aha, what what am I being shown? What is that? How does that represent itself within me? How can I change? What can I do differently? And going back to that story I told you about where a family member sort of triggered me, we're actually fearful of how amazing our life could be if we didn't react, if we went to love. How crazy is that? Love for ourselves and others. Now, this is where some people say, yeah, but what if they're being abusive? What if they're walking all over me? Love isn't weak. Love can say no stronger than anything else. Have you ever not said no and done something when you've not wanted to? Because love wouldn't let you do that when you're operating from that place of deep love and respect for you and others. You would know when to say no and you would say it with love. That's the difference. But we have to get there energetically within ourselves first. The next three powerful energies are criticism, condemnation and complaining all very much interlinked too. And they can be fueled by anger, hate and resentment. So it's like one big loop. Stick fear in the middle, stick anger, hate, resentment, criticism, condemnation and complaining. And it's one big cycle, one big vortex. They come from a view of how we think things should be happening, unfolding, what people should be doing, how they're not living up to our expectations. We might not always voice what we're thinking, so it eats away at us. If we do voice it, sometimes it might not be from the right place. That's what I mean by the whole, if we're coming from a place of love, when we say no, then it lands differently. Somebody feels it differently. If we come from a place of annoyance or fear, the other person reacts exactly the same. It's the mirroring thing again. So let's now look at the seven ways that these feelings, this vortex of low energies can affect us. Number one, our digestion and elimination. I once read that it's not what we eat that's the problem, it's what's eating us. What is eating you up? What annoys you? What makes you fearful? What do you resent? What do you criticise? What do you condemn? Who do you condemn? Who do you criticise? What do you complain about? Do you complain about the way someone behaves, the way that some is, someone has behaved in the past or now? 
what's going on inside of you that impacts your digestion and elimination the i always call it the perfect poo and it's based on fear it's linked to fear so we're meant to have great digestion and elimination every single day it's meant to digest no bloatedness no pain we're meant to eliminate the waste pain free smooth easily it's actually meant to be quite a pleasurable experience it means we're in the flow it means we're in that energy of love the second way it affects us is issues with periods irregular cycles they might be painful but periods should come, go and flow with ease. We might have no periods altogether. We might have pregnancy issues or miscarriages. This is all signs to say that we're out of balance, we're off track and we're potentially in that vortex of those seven draining energies. The third one is low moods, depression, feeling up and down and unable to get out of it. People say like snap out of it which sounds great we should be able to change our state sometimes we need more help number four is anxiety from mild fear and anxiety to actual panic attacks and everything in between where we're hardly breathing we're breathing just slowly and rapidly into our heart area where we're in fight or flight and we're never fully exhaling we're never fully letting go the link there to our digestion and elimination and periods, if you imagine all of that area down there and you're not breathing deeply and exhaling, there's no oxygen getting towards those places. Number five is the feeling of hopelessness, boredom, being unaroused, not sexy, not alive, not passionate and fulfilled un- and unfulfilled. I mean, that that is not how we're designed to live, feeling hopeless and bored and not sexy and alive and not being able to create and that's not our natural state number six is little desire for sex and intimacy little love for self for self and others neediness unhealthy desire for sex outside the relationship number seven is just feeling completely out of balance wondering why being down on ourselves and the cycle continues So what if your partner, colleague, friend, family member, child or any other person that you're close to, what if they trigger the hell out of you? What if your mind is so preoccupied with what they've done, what they've not done, how they're annoying you, how they speak, how they look, how they speak to somebody else, what they do and why that annoys you. If your body is nudging you, that that is where you're dwelling because it does, it gives us signals. If we're even being triggered in the first place, what is going on within ourselves? So here are seven things we can do to understand this better and shift our state. The first one that I've already alluded to is breathing and fully exhaling and learning how to breathe again. This is key and this is something that takes time to work through. It can take people up to a year to get back into the habit of breathing properly. The second way is to get a coach to help you understand why you're reacting like you are, 
to someone or something. This isn't me looking for work. This is genuinely true. There are many great people out there. We can try and work this stuff out alone. I've had people say to me, oh, I'll just keep listening to your podcast. I'll just keep reading books. That's great. That helps you to a certain point. But from experience, trying to work it out alone makes you go one step forward and five steps back. When you can have that person who knows you inside out, who can keep you honest, keep you on track and hold that space for you to rise into. That's the key. We can so get in our own ways with all of this. It's untrue. There are so many distractions and it can be a year, two years down the line and we look back and we're like, oh my God, nothing has really changed. And there's nothing like having a real life person to keep you honest. I have on average about eight coaches for various areas of my life at any one point. And somebody once said to me, wow, that's a lot of people. But there's so many things to work on for us to become the best versions of ourselves. Number three is grounding in nature if possible. Get out there, get on the grass, get in nature, breathe it in, feel the abundance, take yourself out of, your stu- out of yourself. Number four is learn how to remove the blocks, whatever yours are. If it's lack of love for yourself or others, get help in removing them. Don't focus on the other person or the other people and what they're doing, what they're not doing. Focus on you. Number five is to know your boundaries and your needs and communicate them effectively. Do you know your partner's needs too? How motivated are you both to meet each other's? Because we get back what we give. When one person reaches out to me and complains about the other person, yes, they might be annoying, they might be doing something to annoy you, but why are they behaving like that? And why are you getting triggered? That's the key. Number six is to forgive yourself, seriously. On some level, we know these feelings aren't for our highest good, and then we can feel bad for feeling them. So deep forgiveness for yourself really helps. And number seven is relax, let it go. If it's that bad, what can you do to make changes from a place of love? If it's not, what can you do to influence a new set of circumstances for yourself? What if you're thinking, but you don't know what they're like, you don't know what they've done, I hear it all and maybe I don't know your situation exactly but the work is always on you first. What if you're thinking it would be much easier if they would just change? I get it, I totally get it. Like in that story I told you about that example, if only that person that was annoying me that day didn't do what they were doing that day then I would have been happy right? Potentially but the way our mind operates at times is it will just find something else to latch onto. So if it's not one thing that they're doing, it might be what somebody else does. And that is a mindset and there is a reason why we default into that position. Disrupting that pattern, that's the key. That is where the magic is at. And only you can make a difference. You change, other people will change. Or if they don't, you won't care anymore. 
and potentially move on if that's right or potentially set better boundaries and communicate them better if that's right. The work starts on you, which can be really annoying to hear. But at the end of the day, that takes you from victim mentality to victorious mentality. And I'm always I'm always a bit wary of using the word victim. But whenever we're thinking, I wish somebody else would change, or they're annoying us, or this is annoying us, we've slipped into a victim mentality. And as, as harsh as the word is, it's actually true. So as always, let's practice what we now have learnt. Let's go inside and let's create a new experience. And no forcing, no pushing. There's enough of that going on in the world and people creating goals and ready to hit the ground running. Let's sit down a minute. Let's take stock. Let's breathe. Let's come back to ourselves and realign our nervous system. And let's change ourselves from the inside out right now. So enjoy the visualisation. As always, do it somewhere where you won't be disturbed, where it's nice and quiet. And it helps to close your eyes and just just tune into my voice. And I will see you on the other side of the visualisation. Okay, so sit in somewhere where you're nice and comfy, where you won't be disturbed. And just close your eyes and go within. Breathe in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. And one more time, breathe in through your nose. This time, feel your tummy and your heart expand. Exhale, release and let go. And I want you to imagine that you're stood on the grass. Beautiful green grass. And it's a warm day and the sun is shining on you and you've got bare feet and you're stood on the grass and you really feel the energy of the earth. You feel that your feet are almost weighted down. They're connected deeply to the centre of the earth. Going through all the rock, all the water and the minerals, all the way down to the centre of the earth, you are connected. Breathe in and feel yourself expand, your energy reaching up to the sky. You feel connected to the sky all of the unlimitation above you and you feel deeply connected through your feet down to the centre of the earth. And now place your attention on your heart. 
And for the first time in a long time, I want you to try to forgive yourself. You might have reacted to somebody in a way that wasn't loving. You might have stayed in a relationship for longer than you wanted to because you were scared to leave. Something in your past might be still hurting you. Maybe you're upset with yourself for how out of balance you feel at the minute. And just forgive yourself for anything that is going on. And I want you now to think about all of these energies as being placed outside of you. Anger, hate and resentment. You're placing them in a healing basket outside of yourself. Fear, any fear you are placing in that healing basket any criticism, any condemnation, any complaining that you do, you place it in that healing basket outside of yourself. Knowing that a power in the universe can help transform these feelings into love. Love is an airy fairy. Love is your true nature. And when you feel so bad, so angry, so resentful, so filled with fear, criticizing people, condemning them, even in your own head, you know it doesn't feel good. You don't mean to do it. You don't mean to react that way. So forgive yourself now. Imagine standing under the most gorgeous waterfall. You're in a warm, sunny country and you're stood under a rock and there's water flowing over you from your head all the way down. It's crystal clear water and it's cleansing you. It's removing any old stuff. Feel this water cleanse your heart, cleanse your body, cleanse your mind, cleanse your spirit and cleanse your soul. Imagine stepping forward now. Imagine feeling lighter and brighter. Now think of the way that your body is nudging you. How is it asking you to change? Could it be your digestion, your elimination, your periods, your energy? Could it be your moods, anxiety? How is your body speaking to you? Do you feel bored, hopeless? Do you feel depressed, low? 
how is your body out of balance? And ask your body, what is it that you need to do now? What is the next best thought or feeling? What is the next best action? Do you need help from someone? Do you need the next best feeling? What do you need to do next? Ask for that guidance. Feel your feet on the grass, connected to the centre of the earth. Feel yourself connected to the power in the universe. Knowing that you are answered. Even if you don't hear the answer now, trust that you will be answered shortly. Imagine, instead of feeling all of those seven energies, imagine feeling more love for yourself and others. Imagine communicating your needs better. Imagine setting boundaries. Imagine opening your eyes in the morning and feeling alive and on purpose with passion. Imagine feeling sexy again and wanting sex, wanting healthy sex, wanting to be close. Imagine what it would feel like to rest, to slow down, to receive, to allow more good in. Remove the blocks and life takes off. And when you're ready, bring your attention back to your breath. Breathing in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. Breathing in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. And exhale, release and let go. When you're ready, come back into your body, back into the room and open your eyes. Oh, and inside of you is all of the energy that you need, a very powerful loving presence within you that you can connect back to at any point. So when you drop into anxiety and fear, or criticizing or condemnation which will happen again in the future let's not pretend you know we're never going to feel those feelings again you can always start to come back inside to that love remove those blocks and honestly life changes so as always let me know how you get on come back to this message come back to the visualization as many times as you need to if you've enjoyed today's message then share it with a friend. You can leave me a review so more people can find it. You can contact me on Instagram 
Facebook or LinkedIn at Laura Jane Hand or at laurajanehand.com and I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great week. Bye.